Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Harold Flowers, Zach Main, and I'm here with... <laughs> uh, Pinchomatic, Alexander Beardsley. And we're here with Season 3, Episode 16, Born Again Crabs, and I Had an Accident. Or the one where Mr. Krabs eats a burger and then uh, An has old, to meet gross with, burger. Yeah, and then he has to meet the Flying Dutchman. And then uh, the other one is when SpongeBob breaks his ass, <laughs> yes. dropping it too low. Yeah, he dropped it too low. And, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I misspoke uh, in our last spongeless episode and said it was uh, I had an accident in Krabby Land. I don't know how I made that mistake, but I did. Yeah, Krabby Land will be the next SpongeBob episode. Yes. Um, So, yeah, Born Again Crabs and I had an accident. Fun distinction for these ones for me is that like a few other episodes we've talked about in the past, these were released on DVD nine months before they were ever aired on television, and I owned that DVD. So I saw these ones long before many people. I saw that it was on a special VHS, too, actually. Oh, really? Um, that would They make... said it's called Tales from the Deep, or yeah. Tales from the Deep DVD and Deep Sea Sillies VHS. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to that guy who, like, was collecting all the VHS? That wasn't Jacob Borth, was it? No, wasn't that uh, our pal from the Netherlands? Oh, was that, yeah, Jido, or however you say his name? We never figured out Guido exactly or, how or to, so. It looks like it's Guido. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to say it, because I didn't want to get it wrong again. Yeah, yeah, we're going going to go through that whole fiasco again. Yeah, yeah, that that was probably right. I know. I think that's pretty rad, honestly. Like, that's something I would want to do. I bet there's some cool commercials on those VHS tapes. Um, you know, like previews yeah. and things. But um, yeah. See, uh, I did recall I had an accident being that way. I remember. I can like remember talking about it to people at school and them not knowing about it. But I didn't realize Born Again Crabs was one of those. Also. Uh, but I, re- I actually looked at the list on the DVD and Born Again and Crabs was one of the last ones on the DVD. So like, I probably didn't watch it as much cause I would just usually play all when yeah. I, so like I didn't see it quite as much as I had an accident growing up. It's funny that the release of SpongeBob kind of led to you being a hipster cause you were already like, Oh, you haven't seen this episode? Well, I have. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, nobody no not many people have seen it, but I've seen it. He <laughs> yeah. breaks his ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a ten mile spanking machine. Yeah. Oh, you think Mr. Krabs is cheap? Huh, you've never seen when he sold SpongeBob. You'll get there. Yeah. But yeah. That's, You'll that's all get funny. there. No, I, I I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with it. And then uh, we now are in the release of uh, the new remastered uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. 
Uh, oh yeah. Hydrated. Did you, you get it? it? I didn't get it yet. No. I haven't because there's also a steam sale going on. Ooh. That's and, summer steam sale. Yeah, and I bought uh Disco Elysium as I wanted to and that game is fucking hilarious so far. I don't it's know basic- about it. It's basically like it's 3D, but you like click to go to everything you want, and it's mostly text based. But it's really funny because it's actually like playing out as you are this guy, but you have no idea anything going on. So you're talking to this girl, and she's like, Oh, hey, what's up, officer? And you're like, Why did you call me officer? Am I a cop? And she's like, Yeah. And you're like, How do you know I'm a cop? <laughs> and she's like, You've been here for three days, and you know, said for police work. And I'm like, I don't think I'm a cop, you know? And I just say like, it gives you the options of stuff to say. Whatever is real funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, it's kind of like D and D in the sense of like rolling for success. So I spec'd out my character. Uh, so I'm certain, you know, I'm good at certain things, but I was trying to like, just cause it was an option. It was like, get her to have sex with you. And I was like, let's do that. And I failed the role essentially. So then my only dialogue option was, uh, like, do you want to make fuck baby? (laughs) (laughs) And she just like laughed at me. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. That's been pretty sweet. Would you like some making fuck? Yeah. Like to make some fuck. And, uh, so I've been playing that and then dicey dungeons because, I had to buy another game to get the $5 off. And Dicey Dungeons is another roguelike game, but it involves dice. So it's kind of like Monster Train that you saw. Uh, But it's pretty solid. Right on. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. uh, I have not looked at the uh, Steam sale myself. I don't go on Steam too often. Uh, Yeah, I I really... I was, like, waiting for the Steam sale to buy Disco Elysium, so that's why I did. Yeah, no, I I forgot about SpongeBob. Oh, darn, I should... Oh, man, I just realized I should buy that for my girl, but, um, as a gift, but yeah. What uh, else would it be as? If uh, not a gift. I don't know. Just as a friendly gesture. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. way different than a gift. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I uh, yeah, no, I want to play it. Uh, it's cool. The SpongeBob Wikia that we use so frequently for this podcast changed their background to uh some renders from uh from rehydrated yeah yeah um, i was watching a video earlier of the two side by side yeah and it's like uh especially the the mouth movement uh it just seems more crisp yeah and uh more like what you'd see in actual animation instead of like old game animation so that's right. pretty cool that's good and i'd never seen it uh, or played it, like I said. And the robots look really cool, too. Those are obviously a big part of the story. Right. Um, and they look much cooler. Right on. 
Yeah, no, even just looking at that render on the Wikia page, uh, there's like that tiki head, which those are like the question boxes kind of like from uh, oh, okay. from uh what's it called mario mario <laughs> yeah what's that fucking dumbass game called that <laughs> oh morrow correct uh yeah yeah no uh and those look cool too but uh yeah no i'm excited to play it i'm definitely going to play it it's just a matter of time i suppose uh yeah Ooh, yeah me. maybe we can uh we can use the Patreon money to to buy it for you because <laughs> yeah. we haven't spent it on anything. And yeah, uh, we'll see. Use that. Yeah. That hard earned Patreon money. Just a, a, a giant stockpile of money. Yeah. There's it like you can uh, see your money in in a digital world right now. On Patreon, you can you can put on a VR headset and you're completely surrounded in the cash that we've made. It's crazy. Tens That's of dollars. That's the only dollars. way we know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, just in other news in my life, I I don't know if I even told you I was thinking about doing this. I I feel like I did, but I had been tossing around the idea of buying an electronic drum kit. And yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Last and time. I, I did. And I, it's in the room with me right now. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, it's sweet. I got it from Sweetwater, which I've never made a Sweetwater purchase before, but they're they were really, really good. Like uh, they really uh, I mean, it literally it came the day after I ordered it and it's a giant box, you know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, like they call you and like talk like talk to you about your purchase and stuff if you want to i just didn't answer the call because i was like who the hell is this <laughs> but um it was That's weird sick. it was weird too i don't know i've never had this happen but i guess it's maybe something that you can like set up on your phone like a setting or something the guy called me and his first and last name were visible on my caller id and i was yeah. like i was like who is that <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have no yeah, idea weird. who that is. Like, they're not in my contacts. Like, yeah, so, it yeah. seems like there's somewhat of caller ID on phones now because they used to. There always used to be a name when people would call your house, right? But like, typically, when someone's not in your contacts, you know, it just shows yeah. the number, and it's like, but no, this was like his first and last name, and I was like, who the hell is that? And they're like in Indiana. I was like, I'm not answering that. Like. <laughs> But yeah, hey, just calling to see how your electric drums going. No, yeah, he he just like was calling to like say thank you basically for buying it, and like I guess I've talked to people who have purchased things from Sweetwater. I guess usually they'll like ask you, you know, what you're doing and like what you're working on and stuff like that. So they um, can try to get paid extra. They're like, ooh, royalties. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, but there's a. Because uh, there's a couple other musicians that I work with at Trader Joe's, and one of them released an album this year, and he was saying like the guy even like asked for his like Spotify link and like, uh, you know, like listen to it and like talk to him about it and stuff, and I'm like, oh, oh cool. wow, that's pretty cool, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're gonna, you know, be an online source like that, that seems good to have a good customer service. 
right. plan like that. Not a lot of companies do that. Right. It's really, I, I mean, it definitely sets set the whole experience apart for me. Uh, just their whole, you know, and how fast it shipped and everything. I'm like, whoa, they like really want my business. You know, they're, they're going above and beyond, which is good because yeah. uh, I'll definitely buy from them again. Cool. I know that we... It, we're taking a little long right after doing an episode of just this part of the podcast, essentially. But I just wanted to say that I pulled out my bass for the first time in a while yesterday, and I uh, learned three different uh, turnover songs from Peripheral Visions, and uh, the bass line for Tame Impala's uh, The Less I Know the Better. Do you know oh. that? Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I do know it. Oh. I don't. I don't know a it's, lot of their songs. Yeah, it's a by very name. groovy thing. Actually, I couldn't find my distortion pedal. I I remember we brought it out. I think the it's one pretty, time that we brought my guitars out in the basement. It's probably like behind time. your couch or something, or under it. So once once I get that, I can finish that. But it's good playing bass again. My hands are very uh calloused right now my fingers on my left hand it is funny how that happens yeah like when you don't do it for a while and then you're like oh my gosh this like hurts (laughs) yeah i wonder if wrestling's gonna be like that i imagine so i feel like that (laughs) i feel like that first bump is gonna be like oh my god i'm never doing this again like why do i do this like Uh oh wow yeah oh man we could talk about this a lot but there was uh that whole speaking out thing uh that's happening for I think everywhere but a lot of stuff happening in wrestling mm-hmm. and a company that I always wanted to work for uh has completely dissolved as a result that being Chikara in Philadelphia what yeah Chikara Chikara is done it's literally done. It dissolved wow. overnight because allegations came out about certain trainers and allegations came out about Mike Quackenbush even. Oh, and um, he was such a nice guy when I met him. Yeah. I yeah. really wanted to. Oh, that's right. You worked for them. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. In um, Toronto. Right. No. And I do. I do believe he is a good guy. He released like a 15 minute long statement about it. And in Mike Quackenbush fashion, it's nothing but like. <laughs> class and whatever you know uh he's an incredible public speaker uh that being said uh who knows what really happened but he basically all of the bad allegations against him he basically denied and said you know but he still took responsibility for everything that was said about his trainers and whatever because he's like you know those are my trainers under my employ so i am responsible and uh, he, you could tell he was really like worked up and, you know, basically crying a few times in it. Yeah. Um, if anyone uh, is curious about that guy, he has a really good speech online about describing uh, the different kinds of wrestling and how they appeal to different kinds of people talking about them like ice cream. Right. But he the way that he uh, carries himself is very unlike the kind of wrestling people that we see you know it's like he's a businessman he's a smart guy 
Uh, very intelligent, well-spoken, yeah. Super uh, great to work for, too, when we did. Very professional. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, and I don't know. There's some, like, basically all these allegations came out, and then everybody, uh, like, basically the entire roster left overnight. Um, so then he was like, yep, I'm ceasing, you know, continuing with Chikara. Like, Chikara's over. And uh, that's really sad uh, for a lot of people, I'm sure, especially the people who do work there. But for me, a pro wrestler who had always wanted to work there and felt like I could really grow and flourish there and it would be an environment very conducive for my character. Uh, it's a bummer that that's never going to happen, even though, I mean, I wasn't really working hard towards that dream anymore, but it was still something I would have liked to have done. Uh, yeah, I got to meet some some good guys there, too, when I went. You know, yeah. I think Drew Gulag actually still has a contract or maybe just they might have just got rid of it. I don't know. But he was yeah. at the show I was at. Um, I don't remember this one guy's name, but I know he like carried Charlotte to a WrestleMania one time. And I was like, oh, oh. shit, I, I wrestled that guy. And then obviously Hornswoggle um, being uh, the illegitimate leprechaun son of Vince McMahon. Yeah, VKM. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just saw on Twitter just now, um, Ophidian didn't, I guess he had already, like, parted ways with Chikara, like, a little bit ago. I didn't realize that. But he actually just made a statement saying he's, like, done with wrestling altogether for the time being, which is like, whoa, that's crazy. Right, because he's really good. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh but I, if anyone understands wanting to step away from wrestling, I think I think we get it as oh, well. Oh, oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, completely. Um, a lot of the stuff Ophidian said said in his statement, I was like, yeah, I get that a hundred percent. Like, I don't need, you know, like I just get that sentiment completely. Uh, but yeah, we have taken long enough, uh, but we yeah, can talk this like just, this all day for sure. We determined this is just another SpongeBob free one. We're just going to keep going. Yeah, at this point. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't do that. The people demand butt pain. Yes. They, They're they going to have to sit through this one to get to it, but we will get there. Indeed. So without further ado, are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. And we're back with Born Again Crabs. Indeed. Born Again Crabs originally aired on television October 4th of 2003. It is 11 minutes and 30 seconds long. Uh, storyboard directed by Paul Tibbet and Ken Osborne. Storyboard artists Chuck Klein, Carson Kugler, Kayla Muir, William Reese... And it was written by Tibbet Osborne and Meriwether Williams. Animation director was Tom Yasumi. And Derek Drymon was the creative director. <laughs> wow. 
Wow, that's a good way to that w- give it away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't mean to, but it just slipped out. <laughs> the We're, creative director, metal detector. Yes. So, Born Again Crabs is a episode that begins at the Krusty Crab. It is clearly nearing the end of the day by the way the sky is painted and squidward remarks closing time the happiest time of the day as he switches the sign from open to close in meanwhile spongebob is in the kitchen uh with tears in his eyes remarking closing time the saddest time of the day and he falls on his face and is crying yes he which, just hates not having to not getting to work yeah, he hates it. Uh, he just goes home and stares at the wall until he has to work again. Uh, but no, that's not true. Uh, he is on the while he's on the ground. He notices some some scum under the uh, grill and notices a crabby patty is down there. Well, it's just a patty, right? It's not a full bun. It's just the. The meat. Yeah, just the meat, the patty portion of the Krabby Patty. Yeah, and he lifts it up, and it's, like, stuck to the ground with gum. So, you know, it's particularly bad. I mean, it's, what, grayish in color? Yes, definitely. Um, And it's cold and hard. Uh, Like many things. Like many things right now. Uh. (laughs) And he, like, tries to nurse it like it's a baby, telling it its journey is almost over. And he uh, flings it into the trash pan, the trash pan, the trash bin. And he remarks that it could have been there years ago. So either um, it didn't stink for some reason initially or uh, the whole kitchen smells so bad they didn't notice. Not sure, but uh, yeah, SpongeBob throws it in the trash, but then there's a siren that goes off. Yeah, and um, that's never been behind the trash can before, but here it's it is. a it's a mechanism that <clears throat> can sense when good food is thrown away and uh, how much how much money is being wasted. Right, um, and it's the pinchomatic, and it fishes the patty out of the trash and um tells us that it has saved us 5.2 cents <laughs> and uh mr krabs is like uh someone tried to throw this away like like what idiot did that like <laughs> and yeah. uh you know spongebob you know he spongebob is a sensible one here who's like yeah that was under the grill i don't think that you know that's good anymore, pal. And <clears throat> he's like, well, tomorrow a customer's going to find it under his bun. Do you and remember, though, when uh, SpongeBob made pretty patties? And he's like, oh, that one's green. Throw it away. And he, like, tried to throw it away. Or he tried to burn it, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. But now this, like, really old one, he made his cheapness is, I guess gone up even more and it's like well no matter what we're gonna use it and spongebob says it's old and cold and also or and so very full of mold yes and 
Mr. Krabs continues the rhyme and says, you're not to make another patty until that one is sold. And then we go to the next day. And it's order up. I guess this is the first patty of the day. And he holds up the, he hands the patty to Squidward through the window. And you can see that it's got the stink lines coming off of it. It's a smelly patty. Real quick, too, we, uh, I read this in the info for it before. And I didn't actually notice when it happened. But do you know anything about the time card? Did you see anything about it uh for the next day in particular so it is the first time card of the series to have characters on it and for some reason oh yeah i did notice that yeah it has spongebob patrick crabs and squidward all on the time card yeah that is kind of funny um yeah first time maybe not the last time but yes you can tell spongebob hmm go on I was going to say, you can tell that Spongebob knows that they shouldn't be selling the patty. But uh, in Squidward, even, you know, he he's like, can I get one with less fog? And he just says, sorry, you know, that's what Krabs wants. It's his orders. And that's enough for Squidward to just be like, okay, whatever. And actually go to give it to uh, the customer who takes a few whiffs of it. And then does backward handsprings out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Uh... And, though, you do see uh, there's people in the restaurant that are eating. So I guess you're to assume that they didn't order Krabby Patties. Yeah. Otherwise, just, they would have gotten that one, right? Just other things. Uh, yeah. Uh, they kind of goofed on that one. But anyway... I mean, I guess they didn't goof. They could just be eating other things. There are other things like, what is it like barnacle loaf or there was something weird on the last time we saw the, uh, yeah, the well, thing. they have they have different chips and yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, desserts maybe. I'm just thinking like entree wise, but um, anyway, uh, entree three thousand. Mm-hmm. And um. So then some time passes as Mr. Krabs remarks, it's, we haven't seen a customer in weeks. I wonder if it's the new placemats and Squidward is like, yeah, you're fucking stupid, dude. Like placemats. You think after one day the the cheapskate would be like, what is going on? Right. But yeah, Squidward obviously is like, you're stupid. It's because you're trying to sell this patty and Krabs, it seems like he basically forgot, you know? He let it go on for multiple weeks. <laughs> yeah. So they've just been there not doing anything at work. Just standing around for days on end. But yeah, he's like, it's that old patty. It's gone bad. And he's like, nonsense. Bring it here. <laughs> and SpongeBob picks it up and it's inside of a small cage. and Yeah, and it's like growling and flopping around. Yeah, um, and Mr. Krabs is like, "Oh, you, you guys never would have lasted in the Navy. What a, what a boomer thing to say, right?" Uh, <laughs> exactly. And he's like, "Uh, let's see how bad you are." And he pulls it out, and it's like, you know, like a dog. It's like, rawr, 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 like a a mean dog. And he's like, "Mr. Krabs, 
has apparently seen this before. He knows how to like calm it down and stuff. Uh, and he even says that a girl. So it's a female Patty. Um, like Patty there, there. Yeah. And he's like, he calms it down and he's like, see good enough to eat. And he's about to like take a bite of it. And then Great like, it gag. just, yeah, this is awesome. It just, oh, cuts. but he also, he also like throws it a treat, like a little, Oh yeah, table, and it like opens its a mouth and everything. It has too. a mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're to believe that it has life to it, but right. then he's just gonna eat it right away. But exactly, he goes to put it in his mouth, and then we see an ambulance uh, with the siren driving by. Yeah, just like a jump cut to this the ambulance. So it makes yeah. you assume he's in the ambulance. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, Krabs is done for because you know this is a bad idea. But then it um, cuts but, back, right? Yeah, and then you see the ambulance driving by the Krusty Krab behind Mr. Krabs, and he's like, oh, look, an ambulance. Now then. And then he goes to take a bite again, and we get an, an actual jump cut of him being green and wheeled into the hospital by the two f- fish that were zookeepers that are now uh, hospital, hospital workers. People. So, yeah, obviously that was not good food that he ate. Uh, he was wrong all along, like we all knew. And um, he has one l- final request for SpongeBob before, you know, he's he has to go into the hospital. And it's, make sure you wrap up that patty. I'm not finished with it yet. Gone bad? That's nonsense. Bring it here, SpongeBob. Uh, why is it in a cage? Because it growled at me. You two would have never have lasted in the Navy. Let's see how bad you are. No! No! Stay! Had a girl! There, there. See? Good enough to eat. Oh, look! An ambulance! Now then! SpongeBob! Yes, Mr. Krabs? Make sure you wrap up that patty! I'm not finished with it yet! Yeah, uh, he, he's like, he's going to it's eat bad, the rest but, of it. Right. <laughs> right. He's, uh, uh, he's pretty much stuck now to his guns. He's He's got to eat the whole thing. Right, right. Even he's if it like, kills him. You made your bed, now you got to... Shit, man. Die. (laughs) (laughs) Die on it. You know Uh, what they say, don't shit where you die and don't die where you shit. Right. Except for Elvis, who died on the toilet. It's hard to do, too, on account of the bowels releasing. Yeah. New released. That was my favorite in the South Park episode when Chef died, and they're like, wait, he's not dead yet. Because the last thing you do when you die is take a shit. (laughs) And, like, a giant turd, like, the size of his body comes out of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They did that, too, in, like, a Family Guy thing, I think, where they're trying to fake Quagmire's death. And he's like, oh, he's probably not dead. I heard the last thing you do is you void your bowels. And, like, Peter, I think he, like, says it again. And then they're like, oh, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. um so, yeah. So Krabs did not shit himself. It appears 
He's alive from the operation. Yeah, uh, so the Dr. Fish tells him, you know, you gave us a, a scare, and he's like, uh, oh, so I'm going to be okay, right, Doc? And he's like, well, if you don't want to take my word for it, let's check the chart. And he looks at the chart, and he's like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> just like not what you want to hear from the doctor. <laughs> right, and he ha- he obviously hasn't looked at it before. He's like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. Right. But yeah, he like <laughs> drops his clipboard and runs out. This is terrible. Yeah, and he and Mr. Krabs, like, still just an idiot. He's like, everything okay, Doc? <laughs> and he runs. Don't touch saying, me. Yeah, don't touch me. So whatever he has is awful. Or yeah. it mentioned what's going to happen somehow. Not quite sure what's on there. But what does happen, Krabs remarks that it's not a good sign, and then... You see thunder and green clouds, and then the Flying Dutchman is there. Yeah. It's been a little while since we've seen him. He takes the place of... uh, Death? Death, yeah. Uh, The Grim Reaper. And he's even got a little, what, like a little uh, jar for souls? A bag. It's a little bag. A bag. bag. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And... Like a messenger bag. Right. He's like, Eugene, your time has come. And he's like, oh, I'm not Eugene Krabs. I'm a Harold. Harold. And then he sees the flowers next to him on the nightstand. Harold Flower. (laughs) And he's like, oh, sorry. I must have the wrong room. And he leaves. (laughs) And uh, apparently his actual middle name is Harold. It's said. So that's where he came up with that. I saw that uh, it was like in a SpongeBob comic or something that that was uh, said. It also we- reminds me of another Family Guy gag. Oh boy! Just because I know Family Guy, where like Peter does something and they're like, "Hey, you know, you're in trouble for that. What's your name?" And he like looks around to make up a name, and he sees like a P on a plate, and he's like P, and he sees a girl crying, he's like tear, and then there's just a Griffin <laughs> in the like lunchroom of the school or whatever, and he's like Griffin, yeah, Peter Griffin, ah oh, crap, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> right? So oh, the man. Flying Dutchman leaves the room, and he goes to uh, we we don't see any of this, we just see Krabs' face pretty much the whole time. Uh, and he's talking to the nurse though, the Dutchman, uh, excuse me, nurse. Yes. I'm looking for Eugene Krabs. Oh, he's right in that room. (laughs) No, that's Harold flowers room. And she goes, Harold flower. And immediately he runs in. He's like, what? You think you can pull a fast one on me? I also just love, I just love how he's like taking the place of death here and he can just go out and like talk to the nurse and she's just like, oh yeah, it's, it's fine. Like we see you all the time. Right. And and the first time he was there, everyone was terrified of him. Right. Uh, But I guess he's a, he comes to the hospital often on account of all the death. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, But yeah, he's like, uh what do you want from me? And he's like, I'm here to escort you to the resting place of all bad undersea folk. So he's like, you're a piece of shit. So you're going to hell to Davy Jones locker. 
yeah, what lies sailor, in store. The sailor version of hell, right? Yeah, and Davy Jones' locker, what lies in store? <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, um, but he's like, I'm not a bad crab. And he's like, well, you're cheap, and being cheap is a terrible thing. That's a fun, like, uh, just slap in the face, like, lesson for the people at home. Like, yeah, you cheap son of a bitch, stop it. <laughs> yeah, like he, I mean, really, if it wasn't crabs, it would have been an innocent person who got right deathly sick off. Of yeah, he would have, he would have killed somebody potentially. Um, but yeah, so. And we know what he, he would have done in that case. He would have tried to bury him instead of helping him. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, man. Bad. He's a bad man. Uh, he is a bad crab. You remember uh, that song by John Cena? I'm a bad, what? bad man. <laughs> I'm a bad man. Even with a fight with my hands, I'm a bad man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That time he had an album. With... Uh, in that one, I think the music video was like, they're the A-team, and I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember thinking it was funny. Because his but, friend, what is he, the the trademark or something? Is like his that sounds rap right, friend yeah. who would like do songs with him. Right. And he was a big part of that, too. I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. And he um, just like dated it so much by making the album cover the WWE Championship. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. I mean, I bought it. I feel like, because I feel like I remember holding it. But I, I don't never actually... bought it. Hmm. I had I, WWE I originals though, which had his theme song on it. Yeah, the word life or the yeah word life. Yeah, and it had a bunch of other weird songs on it. Like Kurt Angle had a song where he was like. I don't suck. I don't suck. Yeah. I have a whole uh, old thing. I think it was from 2004 because I used to write, like, you know, the dates on my CDs. And I believe it was my 04 mix that had a bunch of those because Booker T had a song as well. Yeah. The Dudley Boys, too. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio did. Right, right. Um, And I had, like, a bunch of those on there mixed in with, like, 50 cent in like nelly and whatever else i was listening to at the time wow that's very fun ti um ti 24 was uh one of the first songs on it yeah yeah it's weird that they did that because really i wouldn't listen to anything like that now their songs are actually horrible right (laughs) uh lillian garcia had a song (laughs) like yeah she's actually like a singer though um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Mr. Krabs and Flying Dutchman are at Davy Jones' locker. What lies in store? I just we're have about to, to say find it. out. <laughs> um, it is an actual locker as well that says D Jones, and it's just separated. It's not like part of a row of lockers. Um, immediately right. there's a foul stench coming from it. In Krabs, uh, covers his nose. And he remarks, uh, why does it smell so foul? And the response is that Davy Jones works out a lot and he opens it up and there's a bunch of smelly socks. And and these are his socks. Get in. (laughs) 
And he's like, I don't want to go in there. I'll do anything. He's like begging and crying. And he's like, come on, crabs, show a little dignity. Right, because he... Mommy! (laughs) He's exactly a little baby about it. Yeah, and he's like, all right, I'll give you one more chance, but you got to be generous, never cheap. And he's like, you have me word as a sailor, and bing, bang, boom. We are back at the... We are at the Krusty Krab, and Squidward and SpongeBob, despite Mr. Krabs being... You know, in the hospital, they're just still at work. Like, I'm sure the Krusty Krab would probably have just been closed. Well, if you... uh, It is closed, right? Yeah, there's a transition. It says out of business on the sign. And there's like, the doors are boarded up. The flags hanging have fallen. The netting on the side is is torn. The glass is broken. It's like a run-down piece of shit. Like, time has passed, but they're still showing up every day, apparently. Or at least on this day. But why would they both be there together? It's just weird. Well, it looks um, like they're going to go through Krabs' stuff. And, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's what they're doing. But it's still strange, I feel like. The whole... I don't know. Wouldn't, like, his family do that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Because they all think he's dead at this point. Yeah, I think Squidward is just going through his stuff, and uh, SpongeBob is hoping that he comes back to work. Because Squidward, we see him open a drawer, and he takes Mr. Krabs' nose hair trimmers, and he's like, I could use these. But then there's SpongeBob at the other side of the room, uh, who's sobbing, like he's got tears in his eyes. Or I guess he's barely holding it together. And he's holding his spatula up in the air and wearing his uniform hat. And he's like, you shouldn't be going through his stuff. He won't like it. Yeah. um, And he's like, I told you, Mr. Krabs isn't coming back. Um, No, keep quiet. So you think he is dead. Right, right. So keep quiet. So I can hear the tumblers in this safe. And he's got the stethoscope, uh, you know, the classic safe cracking stuff. Yeah. And he's, so he's going to open the safe and take the take money the out money, of it, I right. guess. And just then, Mr. Krabs pops in. Hey, boys. And, right, and he's got SpongeBob's a big excited. Smile. Squidward is like, oh, geez. Uh, yeah. He like hides the stethoscope like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything bad. Uh, And he's like, SpongeBob is, of course, excited. Um, He says, isn't it too good to be true? He's Squidward is like, well, it was. And Mr. Krabs gives a speech about money, you know, how his whole life has been about money, saving money, collecting money, touching money. Yeah, I know. He loves touching it. And he loves rubbing it, you know, like flossing it between his butt cheeks and rubbing his wiener on it. Like in that episode not too long ago. Yeah. His millionth dollar. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you get the picture, Uh, but you're looking at the new improved non-cheap Mr. Krabs. And it cuts to the Krusty Krab with the big grand reopening sign and buy and free signs 
and he's like welcome all welcome uh and there's like a little one a little a, a little a one. little one that's what it says that's why i said it but yeah he's like hello little one what do you got there and it's monroe <laughs> a boy we've we've seen a few uh, times is it uh, I guess it says it is. It's at least uh, his voice. So I remember specifically that we're gonna see Monroe at Krabby Land, and now I'm looking up a picture. This is him. It is oh, the okay. same kid, but he. I remember, you know, he picks him up and he's like, "What's your name, Monroe?" And he right. like shakes him and can hear the change in his pockets. Right. Um. But yeah, so it is him. And he's like, a Krabby Patty. And he's like, of course, you know what that means. I don't go hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart kid. And no. he's like, silly. It means free toy. And he pulls out a toy. And it's just like, I don't know, a little doll, I guess, of a fish. Yeah. Like a plushie. And he's like, oh, thanks, Mr. Krabs. I thought you were a cheap old tightwad. And he's like, I was, son. I was. Free toys for everyone and free refills. Wow, he's really going above and beyond with the free refills. Next thing you know, he's going to be giving out free napkins. Right. Um, And he's like, uh, he talks to SpongeBob. He's like, hey, where's Squidward? And he's like, oh, he's taking one of those break things in your office. Because they've never had those before. Right. I mean, the employee lounge. Right. And you see Squidward, like, sleeping on a bed, just snoozing. Yeah, he's and... in his night. He has his night hat. And it's, yeah, that's in Krabs' office. Yeah. And he's like, great. Uh, then another fish comes up and is like, I dropped my Krabby Patty. Could I get another one? And Miss, he's like, Spongebob? Yes, sir. And he pulls out the top bun where their policy is written in uh, ketchup on the bun, which is a f- fun gag. And he's Right, like, it's like he always does that? Right, every time. Krusty Krab policy clearly states that once a burger has reached a customer, it is his or her responsibility. And he's like, Spongebob, that's the old policy. Now go get her a fresh one. And he's like, aye, aye, sir. And it's, yeah, you know, this is, I mean, and this is not even really, this is just good business. It's not, you know, this is how you, uh, you know, get repeat customers is you treat them good. Uh, it's kind of basic stuff. Right. Um, although I know there are places that would like refuse, but whatever. Um, yeah, most places would do it. But yeah, so you can see Krabs is... Very much changing. Um, he, uh, what, he even tries to give the girl a free toy. Right. Right. And she wants it. Right. And she's like, what? But, okay. Uh, Squidward, Squidward comes out. Right. From the right side of the screen, which would be the opposite of where he was sleeping. So maybe Very he got weird. up and took a dump. and. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he's... You can see how cool Krabs is with it. He's like, oh, uh, uh, what? Squidward stops by Eugene, my man. <laughs> yeah, he's like all like cool and like chill now. He's, yeah, we've he's never like, seen him that way. Right. And Krabs is too. He's like, how's the break going? Oh, you know, should be over in a couple of hours. Have SpongeBob send back a patty and an iced tea, would you? Sure thing. Mm-hmm. That, so he's like really. 
you know, it, it seems yeah. Krabs has changed for the better. Yeah, well, like I was saying, like before, it's like good, just good business. Now this is taking it too far. Like, yeah, that's this like the the gimmick. Like this is bad for business, right? Um, and he's like, uh, Mr. Krabs is like, uh, he notices someone watching a movie. They have a a TV like monitor, uh, hanging down, and it's Harold watching a movie, and he's like. Are you enjoying the movie, the in-meal movie? This movie hasn't even been released in, in theaters yet. Yeah, and he's it's like, crazy. Yeah, he's really pulling some strings big time, spending a lot of money. That would cost a lot of money if you wanted to do that. I don't even know if it would be possible back in the day. But Yeah, and you'd if only were, have to pay for as much as is actually watched, right? As we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he's like... Uh, right. Uh, no expense spared for my valued customers. And he looks around and he is just remarking at all the happy faces. You know, it feels good to be generous. And yeah, agreed, it does. But Squidward uh, comes up with some envelopes and says, here's your mail, Eugene. So now they're on, you know, a first name basis. And he goes, thanks, Squidward. You look rested. And he remarks that uh, the naps at work are doing wonders for him. And for his actual health, it does seem like it's a good thing for him. Uh, he p- should probably sleep more at night. Yeah. Because he's not miserable. Um, and it's Crabs' uh, credit card bills. Yeah, he's like, well, I knew this was coming. Let's see what the damage is. And <laughs> only $10,000. That's not so bad. I'll just subtract it from today's profit. He opens the register and it's empty. And, and there's no money in here. How delightful. There's <laughs> also no, uh, there's like a paper clip, a spider web, and a thumbtack. So there's like not even anywhere to divide the money in there. You know, usually there's <laughs> a thing where you'd put different bills and change in. Yes. It's a just till. a big hollowed rectangle. Or box. Yeah, and um, SpongeBob uh, says that he is worried about Mr. Krabs, and Squidward is like, me too. How are we going to get paid? <laughs> and he's like, gee, Mr. Krabs, you're taking uh, total bankruptcy pretty well. And he's like, oh, and this is when we get the whole thing. He's like, oh, it's just a bad dream. I'll wake up soon, which I don't know what really led him to believe that. <coughs> um. Right, we don't it's really just kinda know the, out of, the process of things. Uh, maybe it's just kind of out of the blue that he says that. But yeah, maybe he thinks the whole uh, Flying Dutchman thing was a dream as well, and we don't know where he thinks it ends and begins, but he believes he's in a dream. Yeah, and they're both like, dream? And he's like, yeah, I'm still in the hospital sleeping like a baby. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know, it's just very, like, he's very sure of that, and I don't know why he would be, but he's like, you checked out of the hospital this morning, and he's like, here's the bill, and he hands him the bill, he's like, you mean, I'm awake? And he starts screaming, and then this was a memorable part where his head cracks in half like yeah. right down the middle, but then he grows a new head. It I feel like, like cracks it was, and falls off. I feel like it was in previews or commercials. 
Yeah, something about it is very mem- memorable for sure. It's probably it probably was in uh, previews on television. Credit card bills. Well, I knew this was coming. Let's see what the damage is. Only ten thousand dollars. That's not so bad. I'll just subtract it from today's profit. And there's no money in here. <laughs> How delightful. Woodward, I'm worried about Mr. Krabs. Me too. How are we gonna get paid? Gee, Mr. Krabs, you sure are taking total bankruptcy well. Oh, it's just a bad dream. I'll wake up soon. Uh, dream? Sure. I'm still in the hospital, sleeping like a baby. Um, you checked out of the hospital this morning. Here's the bill. You mean, I'm awake? Yeah, so his, there's like a, uh, like a rift in the middle of his face that just tears apart and then it, it like breaks, like it's made of like stone or, or not stone, uh, clay or something like a pot. And then a new face comes up and he does that twice. And now we're going to see him try to, uh, be as cheap as possible to get his money back. Starting with ripping the drink out of this guy's hand and mouth um, about the free refills. And he holds it under the pop machine and it sucks the pop back up into it. Yeah. And um, then he takes the toys back from the kids, calls them freeloaders. Then he, this is the best one in my opinion, where he goes over to Harold watch who's watching the movie and he's like, show's over cheapskate. And he turns the TV off and then presses a button that takes the memory of what Harold saw and takes it out of his eyeballs and puts it back into the TV. Yeah. And the remote only has one button. So Apparently, if you hit it once, it turns it off, and if you hit it again, it sucks the your memory of the show out. Yeah, what a! I mean, it was just. I remember that was always funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and he gets fucked up from it too. Like you can right. see, he's like very dizzy. Right, and uh, then like uh. A fish um, finds a penny on the ground and reaches for it, but Crab grabs their arm and is like, you're, they're like, it's my lucky day. And he's like, your luck just ran out. A penny, out. yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, hey, hey, man. Crab's is grabbing him by the arm. You're crushing my arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, on hand that penny or the arm comes off. Woo! Yeah, okay. very serious. But of course... Crabs back to himself. Of course, now the Flying Dutchman is back, and he's pointing at him again. He, uh, you know, this was obviously he told him that he had to change his ways, and he didn't. So, uh, he uses some great diction. He says that little display of parsi- parsimon parsi- parsimonious. I don't know what that word means. Uh, it said that it means, uh, basically stingy, um, yeah, parsimonious, yeah, I would say, I would say parsimonious, yeah, yeah, just earned you a nice little spot in Davy Jones' locker for eternity. 
parsimonious penny-pinching just earned you a nice little spot in Davy Jones' locker for eternity! Uh, He's like, yeah, generous. Krebs. Krebs sees himself as a generous man. You almost tore a man's arm off for a penny. Yes, yeah, I also like pipes up. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that uh, Mr. Krabs could just like fucking kill people with his bare hands if he wanted to. Right. Just like cut them up and like just tear their arms off and shit. <laughs> if there was enough money, you know, yeah, at stake. So, uh, yeah, Squidward pipes up and Krabs is like. Thanks, Squidward. I knew I could count on you. Like, you're not helping. But, of course, they're not really friends, so. Yeah, like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dutchman picks him up. He says the deal's a deal. And he's about to go out the door with him when SpongeBob pipes up with, uh, wait just a burger flipping second. Yes. Um. And... The Dutchman is like, who dares backsass the Flying Dutchman? Uh, and he goes, that would be me, SpongeBob backsass pants. <laughs> I say you've got the wrong crab. And he's like, crabs is generous, big-hearted, non-skin-flinted crab in the whole sea. The most of those. Yeah. And he's like, he'd sell your soul for a couple of bucks. He's like, He goes... I bet he wouldn't. You got yourself a bet. Okay, Krabs. <laughs> I'll let you stay, but first help me settle a bet. If you had to choose between SpongeBob and all the money I have in my pocket, which would you take? And he's like, well, that depends. How much money are we talking? He's like, Mr. Krabs. And he pulls it out, and he's like, 62 cents. I'll take the money. <laughs> Mr. Krabs! <laughs> like, um... And he gives him the 62 cents, and he's like, next up, Davy Jones Locker. Yeah, so Krabs, or SpongeBob doubled down on Krabs, I guess, and then got fucked for it. Yes. Uh, SpongeBob's gone for all of eternity. Um, and Krabs, right away when they leave, he goes, look, Squidward, money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should be excited. Look, there's money. Isn't, th isn't this cool? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Squidward has seen enough. He's, you know, now that he's sleeping at work, he's got a level head, and he just says, I can't believe I'm saying this, but how could you trade SpongeBob for 62 cents? He's like, oh, you think I could have gotten more? <laughs> and Squidward tells him, you know, that's not the point. He stuck up for you, and you sold him out, and you should be ashamed of yourself. And Krabs looks at his uh money but then he uh he starts crying because he realizes that his cheapness has cost him the greatest fry cook ever um and he doesn't even want the money anymore and he throws the change and right pleads to have spongebob back and yeah he he doesn't want the foul money he wants spongebob back and uh, that's all it takes. Uh, well, it's seemingly him saying that brings SpongeBob back because just then uh, the Flying Dutchman reappears with SpongeBob in his hand and he's like, here, take him back. And he's like, oh, you heard what I said about the money? 
He's like, heard what you said. I couldn't hear myself thinking with this one around. And he's like, I only had him for 30 seconds. And then we see a flashback of 30 seconds ago. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's just going off. Uh, and it's jellyfishing. And, and this is Mermaid and uh, Mermaid Man. And why is not giving him back? And Or yeah, he's like, whatever. He's uh, just yammering. And uh, Flying Dutchman cannot handle it. And he's like, he's your problem now. Uh, yeah, it's a fate worse than death by being around this guy, basically. Yeah, and this, this is a funny little uh, gag where he's like, heh, uh, sorry for trading you uh, for pocket change. SpongeBob goes, say no more, Mr. Krabs. Uh, you did it for the Krusty Krab. I would have done the same thing. Uh, you would have? No. <laughs> <laughs> really cuz he didn't do it for the crusty crab 62 cents like right what's that going to do get them uh let's see it would get them about 12 uh of those really nasty patties that are worth yeah. 5.2 cents right and then um yeah, we we see the Flying Dutchman uh, sitting in a chair reading a book and his phone rings and he's like, Dutchman's residence. And then SpongeBob continues his yammering. So as I was saying, you and me got to hang out more. Like, what nights are good for you? Here are the nights that are good for me. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I got to work. I work at the Krusty Krab. My best friend is Patrick. He's pink. And... But it, I yeah. like the way they do that because they make it seem like the last joke is the, uh, no, I wouldn't have done that because it goes all the way to black, but then it comes back and, uh, and has just that little, little bit at the end thrown in. Yes. Um, Dutchman's residence. So, as I was saying, you and me gotta hang out more. Well, what nights are good for you? Here are the nights that are good for me. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I gotta work. I work at the Krusty Krab. My best friend is Patrick. He's paying. Indeed. And that's that? That's a fun, fun episode. I like it. I like to have fun, 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 fun. <laughs> and that episode helps. Yeah. <laughs> it helps with that. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, let's see. As far as memorability I would probably have to give it like a six and it's funny because there were parts of it that are like like you said the tearing of the face the uh in certain aspects of it but for me it wasn't as memorable now um and while it was good the memorability I would give a low score but altogether. Uh, I mean, I'd probably give it an eight. I think it's a solid episode. I think the funniest part of it was the ambulance gag. Uh, yeah, that that was one of the more like it like hit me as like, oh, that's funny. That's good shit. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. I I would say yeah. I mean, it's not. To be honest, like I wasn't super. Uh. I like could barely even remember this one at first. Um, it did sort of come back to me as it went on, but it was like, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a super memorable one. I don't think it's one that people, you know, talk about a whole lot where they're like, Oh yeah. Remember this one? Like, uh, 
and there's nothing wrong with that, but right. It's just, uh, it's not one that, you know, you're not going to see it at the top of any like favorite episode lists or anything. I don't think, um, but mm-hmm. not a bad episode at all. I mean, a fun episode for sure. This is definitely the epitome of his cheapness, I would say. You know, losing an arm or losing both arms, I guess, is one thing and being sent to the hospital or going crazy to get a dollar. But to sell somebody's soul for eternity for 62 cents, I think, is his biggest, uh, cheapest Right. And I mean, Spongebob, no less. Like, it'd be different if he sold Squidward for that amount, but, like, Spongebob, like... And the guy guy... who was like, yeah, don't take him, I love him. And he's like... Right. "Ah, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot... Yeah, it really uh, shows you just how cheap he is. V-cheap. Speaking of being cheap... We're a couple of cheap bastards, so you we need you to give us all your money. And you can do that right now. At We didn't learn anything from that last episode, because you can give us money at patreon.com slash striped sweater. Our new 62 cent tier. No. Uh, oh, kidding. that would be hilarious <laughs> to have that. I don't even know if you can do that. Um... But yeah, like the amount, yeah. Oh, that would be a funny tier, just as even as a joke. But yeah, um, we have a couple tiers available for you to give us direct support if you should so wish. Of course, again, that link is Patreon.com/slash/stripesweater. Uh, check it out. We got uh, for one dollar, you can become an honorary town rookie, and that's just like a a nice way of saying thank you to us for all that we do for you, all this grade A entertainment that we provide in these trying times. Uh, And of course, we also have a a slightly higher tier than that. The Goofy Goober tier for $3. You can uh, get a personal shout out on each and every episode of our podcast during this middle ad break. Um... And of course, those are monthly subscriptions, so it's like $3 a month or $1 a month. That is up to you if you uh, want to uh, do that. And you can always give more, too, if you want. But uh, the the best we can do for you, uh, given our current circumstances, is give you a personal shout-out if you do $3 or more. And uh, we have three Goofy Goobers to give a personal shout-out to, and they are... We have... Chip, it's Jordan Lang. We also have Penny, Jacob Borth, and of course, used napkin, Cassie Jewels. The newest addition to the exclusive list of Goofy Goobers, Cassie Jewels, who... Let us know that she is indeed a girl, which was the the question on our minds last episode. Yes. Not that it matters, but I think it's funny that we were like, who is this person? Yeah. What is, what is their gender? <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, 
she let us know in case anybody else out there is wondering why they should uh, subscribe to our Patreon. She let us know that uh, she loves the podcast and thinks we're hilarious. So if you also fall into those two categories, then uh, consider giving us money. And we can, you know, uh, as I mentioned, we haven't done anything with the money yet, but uh, our goal really is to to do something with that for the show. And I mean, maybe buying the new Battle for Bikini Bottom is kind of involved, but, you know, at some point, maybe we'll have enough for for merch or to be able to, uh, you know, put aside more time to do other things, so... There will be a benefit for your money, and we appreciate it. Right, and I did. Um, I know we've talked about doing different like shows and different episodes of different shows uh, coming up soon, potentially. I forgot that I even put this on the the Patreon, but I put uh, uh, like a goal that if we may if we get to the point where we're making fifty dollars a month on Patreon. I said we would start an entirely new podcast. <laughs> I, I did that right when I made the Patreon. I like forgot that it was on there. But um, mm-hmm. a new podcast about a different show, which theoretically could still be a thing. I mean, we've got a ways to go. But if you're someone who thinks that would be cool and you just can't get enough of it, that's the best way to uh, get more content from us is to support us on Patreon. So patreon.com slash stripe sweater. You know what to do. So, without further ado, let's move on to... I had an accident. Uh-oh. Oops. (laughs) Oopsie. This episode was... Storyboard directed by... C.H. Greenblatt. Mm Mm-hmm. Kaz. And... Meriwether Williams. The storyboard artists were Chuck Klein. Oh, it was a single storyboard artist. Um, Written by Greenblatt, Kaz, and Williams. Animation director was Frank Weiss. And creative director was... Still Derek Dryman. Yes. Still Derek Dryman. Dryman, Drymon. The driest men in the land of sin. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah, in this episode, I I saw the credits, so I knew in advance. Where usually I skip through the credits sometimes, um, because Uh. that's like the default on Amazon. But I I noticed C.H. Greenblatt, and then I paid extra attention to how silly some of these faces are. And I don't know if you realize it watching, but some of them are just ridiculous. And there's one that I want to use as the, the cover photo of it, but we will, we'll get to there. Okay. I just think the art direction is much different in this episode than the last one to just compare them. Uh, okay. So we start out with, uh, we're at sand mountain, which is like a ski mountain, essentially, the underwater version. I really did enjoy this opening gag. I think it's pretty funny, right? Because there's, yeah, there's people that are skiing or 
boarding on the sand, including Patrick, who is on a giant clam, like a like a snowboard, and he has a bucket on his head. Mm-hmm. He's flying through the sky. Uh, his bucket and his clam fall away, and he's just launching through the air. He hits a mountain and hits it so hard that his arms and legs and his head all pop out of his body. And then we get the word dead in red letters flashing at the top of the screen. Yeah. Which is like kind of funny. Dead. Like rather than like game over or something. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Dead. Dead. (laughs) He, uh, I love how he's just screaming the whole time too. He's just, and he is playing a weird, uh, Game Boy type thing. Yeah, it's uh it's a pretty cool little Game Boy thing. It's got um, great graphics. Yeah, it looks real. Uh right. so Patrick is playing the game, but then when it cuts out to him, you know, he's like, Oh, I got dead again. This game stinks. So there's a game of him doing exactly what he's doing, but he's playing the game while he's boarding on the clam. <laughs> yes, and Right, he's going down the mountain not paying attention to what he's doing, which causes him to hit a rock and fly through the air like he did before and then exact same shot as before where he hits the mountainside or the cliff or whatever it is uh, and, yeah, all of his appendages explode off. Yeah, so what happened in his video game happened in real life, except that he did not die. Right. And Sandy is like, yep, that's why you always pay attention. And SpongeBob is like, uh, wait, what? She says, you must pay attention to the mountain. And SpongeBob says, I'm listening to you mountain. And he drops in and, uh, they uh, both go by Patrick or no, I'm sorry, just SpongeBob. And he's like, don't eat the yellow sand, Patrick. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot as he's like in multiple pieces or. Well, I guess he's not really. In well, he pieces. is because he uh, SpongeBob uh, goes past his like butt where his legs are sticking out and waving. Um, so you right. think like, oh, he's stuck in the sand. But then it's like, you know, like 20 feet in front of him is where his head and arms are sticking out of the sand. Uh, yeah. And he has and a, he's got a plate. A plate and, and a spoon. And he's got yellow sand on it, as SpongeBob remarks to him to not forget to. Uh, or he just says, you know, don't eat the yellow sand, Patrick. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Proceeds to take a and big scoop of it, it anyways. Right. The joke being and then, that somebody peed in the sand. <laughs> yeah. It's like and, yellow snow. Yes. Um, And then SpongeBob says, watch me do the grouchy Squidward. Yeah. And Squidward is there uh, trying to enjoy tea on the mountain. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> at, at a whole table with like a vase and a flower and a chair. And, he has and he's a even weird... got a little hat. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess it would be like a snow hat, right? Right. But, uh, yeah. He's like, he's stop eat- naming moves after me. And then the move is 
is not so much a move at all as it is just a Squidward impression on a snowboard. Yeah, and he uh, even gets the legs right. He has, like, multiple legs on the bottom, and they all have right. socks in his shoe. Um, but he does a spot-on impression, as always, as we've seen in the past. And he goes, everybody's an idiot except me. <laughs> well, it's Squidward. true. Right. And then... Yeah. uh they all giggle and uh that uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they're all just like laughing so hard that SpongeBob can't uh he's not paying attention to the tree in front of him which this is hilarious to me the tree is it's like a pine tree like a some type of an evergreen tree that you would see on a slope but because they don't have trees like we have uh undersea it's wearing goggles and like uh, scuba gear scuba gear so it can breathe yeah, yeah so it's it, like from above and it's just down here <laughs> visiting right. i guess because they do tree. breathe right trees breathe water or breathe air yeah yeah they require oxygen yeah and um yeah he does go around it but then he's yeah. so like uh, you know, looking back uh, and not paying attention, right? He's like, don't worry, guys. Everything's under control because I'm an expert. Then, yeah, he hits a log and is being launched off the damn cliff. He's spinning so quickly, and then he just stops, and there's an upside-down mountain next to him. He's and like, whoa. He's, yeah, he stopped in midair. Someone turned the mountain upside down. And then the camera turns around to show that he's upside down and up in the air. And then um, he's falling. Sandy tells him to land on his bottom. It'll cushion the impact of the fall, Uh, which we know in wrestling that that would not be a good idea. I guess if you were falling from this height, it really doesn't matter. You're going to get fucked up no matter what. Well, what uh, I would say would be the smartest thing to do, because he does have his headgear on. Um, he takes his pants off, too, for this, to make sure yeah. that he's doing it right. What he should do is take his headgear and put it on his bottom before uh, falling. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but, yeah, he's like, like this? And she's like, no, your other bottom. No, Patrick says that. Oh, and I'm she sorry. and she goes, "Don't you have to be stupid somewhere else?" And he goes, "Not until four. There's yeah. like a very cool dynamic of the two, uh, where Patrick just keeps being stupider and stupider, and Sandy, like, is forced to work with him <laughs> in in right. this episode. So that, right, that's right. a cool thing. So yeah, he hits the the ground, and it's it's a it's a bad sound. Uh, Definitely some broken things. Yeah. And in fact, his entire uh, bottom looks, you know, it's like torn off and it looks like it's made of glass. And it's uh, even his pants, which he wasn't wearing, have split into pieces and his legs have fallen off. It's like, oh, man, that's bad. But then you see SpongeBob and Sand or Patrick and Sandy and Patrick has like shards of sponge glass in him and one even went into Sandy. Would have killed her had it not been for her helmet, which now is cracked. 
Yeah. And she's like, ooh, that's got to hurt. Patrick is like, do it again. I wasn't looking. Yeah. He needs to <laughs> see it happen. Not realizing how bad it is. Hey, Sandy, watch me do the grouchy Squidward. Stop naming moves after me. Everybody's an idiot except for me. Well, it's true. Don't worry, guys. Everything's under control. Cause I'm a next Hmm. That's funny. Someone turned the mountain upside down. somewhere else not until four. Oh, that's gonna hurt do it again i wasn't looking so we're at the doctor's office Ooh, that reminds me well i saw this gross video the other day it was like uh i forget it was on some subreddit but it was like when you're trying to play a prank on your friend and this guy like goes to like I don't know, like leg sweep his friend or something from behind. He like, but he just drop kicks him in the ankle and you can see the guy's ankle just bend and snap. And it's like, and then he's like, oh man, it was just like, this guy was just like minding his own business on the phone and his friend just like broke the fuck out of his ankle for no reason to try and be funny. It's like, I would fucking beat the shit out of that guy, but obviously you can't when your ankle's like hanging off the side of your body. Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, the doctor is like, looks like your gluteus maximus has made a full recovery. My what has a what now? Your butt's all better. <laughs> um, and it shows the x-ray and it's like all the, it like basically shattered into a bunch of pieces like glass. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it took 22 hours or 20 hours to put it all together. And he's like, we actually ran out of staples and had to use a glue stick, which is like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like staples is the norm, but right. here's our backup. <laughs> but he was also just using a regular stapler. Yeah. Um, which is like, oh, okay. And <laughs> uh, right. the you know the image of it just looks like a bunch. It looks like they're taped together, actually, but right. Um, apparently not. And I always remember this. He's like, yep, you're a lucky, 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 lucky luck boy. That's the part of this I remembered as well. Uh, I think my ex-girlfriend used to say that. Yeah, about you? Because you were with her? Well, we would just, it would come up in like normal conversation, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep, you're a lucky, 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 lucky luck boy. But anyway, he's like, you got to be more careful. Another injury like that could uh, wind you up like that. Poor creature. And he points to which it's Tom, who he's apparently had an accident as well. But it's the iron butt. And it's like the iron lung, which is such a scary thing to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's basically the iron lung just attached to your butt. It's gigantic, too. Right. And uh, And, Tom has it, the chocolate fish. 
and uh, he just goes, it itches. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, you heard the, he, he's talking to himself now, SpongeBob. He's like, you heard the doctor. One more injury like that, it's the iron butt. And this I've been is too- this is the common theme, too, between the episodes is the hospital and the same doctor. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, he's like, from now on, I am on around the clock butt patrol. And uh, Harold's behind him and he's like, help stay away from the backside. I'm warning you. And he's like, what? I don't <laughs> I don't want to be around your butt, you sicko. Right. And it's cool. SpongeBob, you know, you can see his uh, like his pant legs and his arm sleeves. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and and his tie, but the rest of it is uh, like bandages. So he still has his tie on over his bandages. Right. Um, but yeah, he sees like some dudes playing football, and they're like, "Hey, why don't we need one more? Like, c- come help, uh, or you know, come play with us." And he's like, uh, "Nice catch, Percy!" And does the football thing of slapping him on the butt. Yeah. And that is not nice. That is not cool to SpongeBob. And then another fish is like, "Hey, SpongeBob, you got to try this. We finally got enough people for a seven-mile spanking machine." And seven the spanking miles? machine, yeah, right. You know, it's many a lot people of people. Need? A lot, a lot of people to cooperate for that, and they're all just standing like butts to nuts, and. uh Anyway, it's a lineup of people sp- spreading their legs so you can crawl through their legs, and each one is going to spank you as you go through. And, uh, yeah, he's like, ha, ouch, ha, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but he likes it, obviously. You know, otherwise he like, wouldn't do it. Right, and they're like, next. And he's like, ah, and he runs away. And uh, Yeah, SpongeBob Squidward. freaks out, obviously, because that will kill him and give him the iron butt if he goes through it. Right. Squidward is like, is this where the line starts? He wants to get spanked. Yeah, Squidward's I guess. a little kinky guy. Yeah, a little, little kinkster. A little slut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, SpongeBob is, he knows that he's not safe, and he's like, no part of me is safe. Uh, yeah, and so he, he, he locks basically, himself in the house. Right, he becomes like a crazy guy. And then we see uh, Patrick and Sandy returning from Sand Mountain. And he's like, uh, they're like, hey, SpongeBob, you know, and they want to play with him or whatever. And uh, Patrick is riding on Sandy's back. Yeah. They're just having a good old time. He's and... like laughing and laughing. And then she. She like gets annoyed and just looks back at him, and as he's laughing, he like slowly climbs down and backs away. Yeah, and um, he's like, "Hello, friends." Or what's okay? Yeah, no, they come into the house, um, mm-hmm. and you can see him just sitting on the ground with his new friends that will be introduced in a second, and. It's like, hey, are you ready to go sandboarding again? And, uh, you know, he's like, hello, friends. Enjoying the outside world? He, like, sounds like, you know, 
a little bit like he's going crazy already a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely not the same carefree, uh, spirited person that he is. And he's and he's just in the dark with like a spotlight on him too. Yeah, which is like, but he weird, has his friends. Know? Right. There's a coin, he, a uh, potato, uh, a sliced potato, and a used, it, or what looks like a wadded up Kleenex. See, that? Yeah. it was like taboo. I said what they were without saying their name. Sandy is, yes. Sandy <laughs> is like, uh, what are you doing? Just sitting in the fl- in the middle of the floor like that. He's like, oh, living out the remainder of my life in safety. And he's like, if you were smart, you would join me. Uh, So, yeah, basically goes on to say, like, I was lucky to survive that fall. And, like, I'm not going to take life for granted. And uh, on one hand, I mean, it makes sense why he would think that way. Uh, And he's like, I have just decided that I'm never going to leave my house again. And Sandy's like, well, that's crazy. That's crazy crazy talk. talk. Yeah. Because Patrick. Patrick, Yeah. He says, that's not crazy talk. This is crazy talk. <laughs> and his like tongue, yeah, his tongue is just going everywhere, and he's just blabbering, and uh, he's getting his spit all over Sandy too. So she just takes her her fist and hammer fists the top of his head, and it like goes inside like one of those cheap plastic uh, lightsabers. <laughs> Yeah. And he, and he says sorry, though. <laughs> That's crazy talk. That's not crazy talk. This is crazy talk. Sorry. Yeah. And she's like, no, uh, Patrick's right, Sandy. You saw what happened. And next time it won't just be my butt. It'll be my armpit or my forehead. Or your other armpit. Yeah, it could be it's either like, one. That's scary. So weird. And he was like, I was wrong to go against nature. I'm a sponge. What was I thinking? Walking. Huh. My people are sedentary. <laughs> like, like, how dare I, I go outside and walk around? Right. It's not and what she's people like, do. Yeah, Sandy's like, well, you're going to get lonesome in here. And he's like, I won't be lonesome. I've got all the friends I need right here. This is Penny. Close up of a Penny, right? But it is an actual person's name, usually a girl, Penny. And Chip. Yeah, Penelope. Yeah, also a name of a a person, like Chip Skylark. But it's a potato chip. What is Chip short for? Chipotle. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I feel like it is like a nickname for a certain name, but I can't think of it. Oh, is it Charles? It might Chuck. Be. Yeah, well, Charles has a lot of them because you got Charlie, Chuck, Chaz. I feel like Chip might be for that too. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it says it can be a nickname for Charles, Richard, or Christopher. I was gonna say Richard too. Why does Richard get all these cool names? Like Dick. Yeah, Dick and Chips. <laughs> yeah. The best uh, combination. Right. Um. Anyway, it's uh, the third one is say hello to use napkin. Right, it's like the first two have regular names, but that one is just a just a use napkin, and that's its name. <laughs> yeah, and anyway, they're like, 
and Sandy is asking the hard questions here that we've asked in the past when SpongeBob isn't going to work. Um, and it's like, well, how are you going to keep your job? Um, and he's like, no problem. And out the right side of his house, the Krusty Krab is just down the street. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, it has, he has like a super long spatula so he can continue his job, uh, remotely from home. Yeah. And then It'd be very it's tough, like, but right. But he's got it. He's an expert at fry cooking. So then she's like, but what about eating? I'm a sponge. I'll filter feed. And then he starts doing that thing. Yeah, that's like one of the weird faces that I'm talking about, too, because his eyes like get smaller and they spread out and then his mouth like takes up the majority of his face and is very long. Yeah, like he like just weird. Uh, Yeah, so he's getting what he's getting the the grime that's in the air and filtering or in the water and filtering it from the regular water to give him nourishment yeah that's how i assume that's survive. what what sponges do in rl um so doing dishes so yeah. is really good for my sponge then yeah and it, it yeah it makes them it nourishes it um so anyway uh it's like She's just like, well, you're going to have to go outside sooner or later. And he's like, I've told you, I'm never leaving again. And this is a a fun thing with Patrick and SpongeBob. Like, never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 for never, ever, never, ever, 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 never. Yeah. And I love that SpongeBob, like he looks to the side, like eye rolls, like he's annoyed. He's like. I really have to explain this. Never, ever, ever, never, never. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, all right, that's enough. Chip, will you mind showing these to the door? He's like fed up with that. Yeah, like, and he, get out of he here. throws the chip at the door. It hits the door and then the ground doesn't break, but the door also opens. And, right. And Patrick on his way out, he looks down and goes, thank you, Chip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. What about eating? I'm a sponge. I'll just filter feed. SpongeBob, sooner or later you're gonna have to go outside. Listen, I told you that I'm never leaving my house again. Never ever? Never ever ever. Never, never, ever, ever for never ever? Never, ever, never, never, ever, ever, never. Never, ever, 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 ever? Never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, 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 who comes out of his window and just yells no and then slams yeah. it shut. Aww. <laughs> but Sandy has an idea that they just need to get him to come outside and he'll see that there's nothing to be afraid of and be back to normal. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, Patrick, again, with his stupidity-ruining plans. 
And that's when I punch him, right? And he's got a big old boxing glove on. And she's just like, fucking Patrick. Like, that's the look on her face. Face palm. Uh, not literally, but like the look on her face says face palm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then it's like, uh, it cuts to them, like, uh, I don't know, jellyfish. somehow they've lu- lured a bunch of jellyfish to the outside of SpongeBob's house. Yeah, usually they have to go to Jellyfish Fields, but now there's just a bunch of them outside of his house. Perhaps they played the song to lure them. Could be. Maybe Gary's in on it. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, she's like, look at all these jellyfish. They're like trying to entice SpongeBob, and he's like, too bad SpongeBob's missing out on all the fun. And... uh, it's like, I caught one, you know, just like basic, like, look, this is so fun. Yeah. And then he's like, look at those fools risking their lives. Jellyfishing. My new hobby is much safer. Dust collecting. And he has a glasses. He has like the glasses and a tiny net. And he's like, this just face, waving it th- around. This is the face I was talking about because his eyes are like, I mean, they're not cross-eyed, but they're like very much to the inside of his eyes. He has the tiny little net and just like his tongue sticking out. He's like, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I think I got some. Or what does he say? Yeah. Something like that. I think I think I caught one. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Sandy is like, all right, on the plan B. And because, you know, happy birthday was uh, protected under uh, copyright, I believe, or something up until recently mm-hmm. you couldn't you couldn't use it in any like television show or anything so they came up with their own song three cheers on your birthday spongebob three cheers for you and that's it <laughs> you did i i'm sorry i didn't did i miss it did you say that patrick had his face zapped no i didn't say that. right so before it cuts to spongebob with his dust collecting that was kind of what was like, oh, well, you know, I'm glad I'm in here because one was just on Patrick's face and just zapped the shit out of him. But yes, they sing their own birthday song and we get SpongeBob doing some more weird shit, but animated mm-hmm. in a very cool way to me that looks unique from the rest of the episodes. Yeah, um... Right, sorry. So I guess so. It's further, his birthday. Yeah, she tells him to make a wish and blow out the candles. And also, is it really his birthday? Or are they making that up? I don't know. I mean, he doesn't say anything about it, so I guess it is his birthday. I don't know. Very random coincidence. Um, I mean, this could be another day theoretically too. There's no like indication of if it's the same day or not right Big E hasn't let us know it's a new day yes it is we're just assuming right um and he's like uh I don't need a wish they're like telling him to come out and make his wish and he's like I have everything I could ever want right here in fact let's sing our own song about joy the joy of staying indoors and pretty good song too huh <laughs> yeah yeah um, indoors, I know the place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, take it away, Penny. And then it's just silence, obviously. And Patrick's and stupidity like, pops back up. 
as he's watching from the outside that Penny has the most beautiful voice. Yes. And uh, it's true. And uh, then it's like, uh, all right, that's it, square pants. We're going to find you something that's so dang fun, you'll have to come outside. Three cheers on your birthday, SpongeBob. Three cheers for you. Now you got to blow out the candles and make a wish. I don't need the wish, Penny. Everything I could ever want is right here. In fact, let's sing our own song about the joy of staying indoors. I know of a place where you never get harmed. A magical place with magical charms. Indoors, indoors, indoors. Take it away, Penny. That Penny has the most beautiful voice. That is it, Squarepants. We're going to find something that's so dang fun that you'll have to come outside. And then it's like a little montage here where it's like trampoline ice cream. It's like going back and forth between Patrick and Sandy. When she points at him too, his face is just so dumb. Like his mouth is a V and his teeth are out, but he just kind of like ignores what she's saying. It's very, uh, I don't know. It was silly just watching that. But yes, as you mentioned. The face. Yeah, Yeah, his face. Patrick's too, when he's like, ice cream he he has like these tiny teeth and like little eyes i don't know what it is but i just when i saw these i was like you know they're definitely it's something's different about it and it's it's yeah whimsical uh i guess Mm -hmm. right underwater surfing and sandy's surfing patrick goes two ice creams yeah he has two um ferris wheel there's now a ferris wheel outside spongebob's house Still two ice creams. Yeah, and they're all melted all over his hands. Uh, Where's the next one? Clam wrestling. Clam wrestling. Which is like, it's pretty much just like when they first met, you know? Right. That's what she was doing. Yeah, she's holding open uh, a clam. Yeah, and then Patrick has the most fun thing ever washing an old person and he's like giving this old man like a, a a bath with like a scrub brush just outside yeah and um she's like that's not fun and the old man goes it is for it me it's for me <laughs> and it's like nothing's working what are we going to do and he's like the old man still there well you can see like, SpongeBob too who's filter feeding in the house yeah uh, and he's like, I say we take a bath. <laughs> the old man. Um, right. And Sandy's and like, and, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they have yet another fun idea. <laughs> so I just remembered, I, th- I seem to th- remember there was a commercial it might have been on one of my other DVDs or it might have been on TV. I feel like it was actually on TV. There was a commercial for the DVD that this came on and I specifically remember seeing Patrick in the gorilla suit. Yeah. That sounds uh, maybe familiar. 
I specifically remember that and being like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. And they even like advertised it as like two never before seen episodes. And like, that was like the, the shot that they used was Patrick dancing around in the gorilla costume. Yeah. That sounds about right. Even so, yeah, even I, not on a, you know, on a DVD, just on television. I think it was just right on TV. Yeah, I like. I seem to remember that now. Uh, but yeah, because they're getting ready to do the gorilla thing here. Uh, so it's like uh, she's telling him, "Don't you know? Don't jump out until I give the signal." And Patrick is like. Uh, he's got like the gorilla suit, like halfway on, right? Yeah. He just and, yeah. has the head not zipped up, but then he zips it up and it's clearly Patrick in a gorilla costume. It kind of looks similar to, uh, Patar. Yeah. I in, would say. in a way, but he, with the brow and everything. Yeah. So that's the plan. She, uh, goes up to SpongeBob and just opens his door so he can see everything going on. And she's like, all right, you win. Stay inside forever. You know, uh, yours is truly the iron will. But then she goes, now, Pat. And he jumps around, and he's, like, jumping around all crazy. And she goes, eek, a gorilla. Save me, SpongeBob. But Patrick's gorilla is really good. He, like, he'll, like, stand on his hands and, like, twerk his butt. He's, like, doing the, like, walking, walking, walking. Uh, he just does a, a lot of very different things, and I, th- I think it was pretty funny to watch. Without actually, like, attacking her, though. But she's like, uh, a gorilla, save me. Yeah. And, right, he's like, okay, guys, this is your saddest attempt yet, SpongeBob. He's like, this is dumb. He's like, even Chip knows that's Patrick in the same costume that he wore for Halloween last year. And she's like, no, really, you've got to come save me. And that's when Patrick, normal looking Patrick, walks up with an ice cream and he's like, hey, Sandy, who's your friend? And they're both like Gorilla Patrick and Sandy are both like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, you're supposed to be in the gorilla suit. And then he unzips the gorilla suit to be like, I thought I was doing a pretty good job. Right. And then she's like, well, if you're Patrick, then who's that? And the Pat, the Patrick number two, as, as we'll call him, uh, unzips his head to reveal. Oh, quotes, a real gorilla, which is a man in a gorilla suit, yeah. a live action shot of a man behind us, uh, in front of a green screen that they've, you know, imposed into the shot. Yeah. And he, uh, he like beats his chest and he grabs the two and he throws them in this bag, probably cause this is the easiest way to like animate it. And he's just like jumping around, throwing this bag onto the ground, you know, and then he gets down and right. he's punching it. So we're to assume he's punching the shit out of them in this bag. He's like jumping yeah. on them. Like it's a, uh, hit fucking hippity hop. Yeah, yeah. It's Um, actually a hoppity hip, uh, according to the goods. Oh, okay. Yeah, because his first, like, his first car sale, he traded this guy who had, like, a, like a, 
what is it like big wheels or whatever you know one of those like bikes for kids that's like a big wheel yeah yeah yeah, it's a big wheel right and he's like what am i on a fucking hoppity hip Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so that's what it's called to me yeah um and uh right he like hits the bag with a chair he like breaks a chair yeah a la wrestling Um, that's probably right got the idea from and he's like uh we see spongebob inside and then he's like looking out the window and like you can see this all happening at the window um and like he's like dribbling it like a ball like rolling it around and then and rolling on it too he does flips onto it right He's doing the hoppity hip thing, and uh, yeah, he's mostly punching. Then he throws the shit. it on the ground, and he's like giving it like knee drops, mm-hmm. and like uh, a, a nice uh, rolling senton type thing, without it being on the back. But yeah, um, and yeah, he's just like beating the shit out of this bag, right? And SpongeBob's kind of having in inner monologue uh, to his other friends who are inanimate objects. Just like, this can't be happening. This is exactly what I was talking about. And he's, you know, he's basically saying like, if they were to listen to me, they'd be fine. But he realizes he needs to help. Um, He's like, you know, they were asking for it. It's not like I didn't warn them. And he goes, yes, Chip, I know they're my two dearest friends in the world, but I told them. I wasn't going outside no matter what. We can do without the name calling. Thank you very much, Use Napkin. <laughs> right, what did Use Napkin say? He's like, like you're a pussy. <laughs> or like, yeah. Uh, and he's like, I know, Chip. If I was out there bagged by an ape, Patrick and Sandy would risk anything to save me, and I've got to do the same for them. If I don't come back alive, Chip, take good care of Gary. <sighs> And he leaves, and Gary walks up and eats Chip, killing him, as it says in the <laughs> the uh, transcript. Uh, I like, I just like that. Eats Chip, killing him. Chip, so is Chip murdered. is dead. Yeah. Um. And yeah, SpongeBob is like, oh, here we go, from the safety of my home to the outside world. Uh, obviously very nervous and he like is sweating and shaking and he like there's some good animation there with like his legs shaking and stuff mm-hmm. the door is shaking as he grabs it he opens it and yeah yeah the door I'm is taking like my shaking. first step so far, so good. I think I can do this. And like a sheet of paper that's just blowing in the wind hits him in the face. And I love the way that his nose still sticks out of it. So it's like it's like stuck pretty good. You know, you can't just peel it right off because it like wrapped around his nose. Yeah. And he's just but he's just freaking out like, get it off me. Chip, help me. <laughs> like. Uh, but Chip is dead. He yeah. doesn't even know his friend has been murdered He's deceased. in cold blood. Um, um, right. So Squidward's watering some flowers, just rolling his eyes. Yeah. And he finally pulls the paper off and he's like, Oh, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was dead already. 
Um, but he, it seems like it worked. You know, he is actually, he's like, I'm a, I did it. I made it outside. Nothing can stop me now. And then the gorilla grabs him, holds him up and rips him in half. Yeah. Right. He goes, is it too late to go back inside? Um, and yeah, just ripped. And he's like, yep, it's too late. Yeah. The the one half of him does. Right. And He's like, Patrick, Sandy, and then there's the bag. They just, yes, SpongeBob, I'm sorry I caused this. I'm not scared of going outside anymore, but I'm terrified of gorillas now. They're like, uh, that's okay, us too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know what I don't understand, though? And then it pans over to the other half of his body, and he goes, what? What's a gorilla doing underwater in the first place? And... The gorilla is like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and he he has a very human voice, right? He's right, like, oh, right. well, uh, it's funny. You should, uh, you see. And then it's like, George, they're on to us. And then a zebra, who is clearly two people in a costume, he's like, they're yeah, on to us. And he, like, jumps on the back of it and rides off. It says it's a zebra, but it's like got spots i mean i oh right yeah it's definitely a more i I would always i would just call it a horse yeah yeah i don't know where they got the idea that it's a zebra because i noticed that even on the like trivia page for this episode they're like look it's a zebra with spots it's like you mean a horse like (laughs) what (laughs) like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah and then like for seemingly no reason uh well, I, I just want to say, first of all, the gorilla, I don't know who, uh, who like, acted as him, but his voice actor, at least, I looked him up, and he's he does a lot of background stuff. So I don't think that he played him, uh, like, the real-life shot of him, just because of all yeah. the, like, flipping and stuff. You think they would have somebody who does a little more of that than yeah. a voice actor. Yeah, it was it was probably just some guy, right? Right, and we don't know who plays the two parts of the horse, George, but apparently he is voiced by D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and this is insane, too. Like, I can't imagine being the the person that's the back of the horse. Right, like, because he sits beca- on them. Right, and they, like, they ride away. It's like... How even do you do that? Um, and right, it like they like ride off into the sunset, and like the SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy, all the two halves of SpongeBob, all look at on as it says the end, and then we zoom out to see that this was being played on a old television monitor, and we see a family of four sitting in front of the TV. Um, watching it a mommy a daddy a brother and a sister yes and i don't know who these people are but i do recognize the mom uh and i actually i I, yes the thing i recognize her from yeah the thing i recognize her from is very weird but i did imdb her and she's been in a lot of things actually uh so I've definitely seen her in more than one thing. But the thing I recognize her from is, I don't know if it's from something else, but I know it just as a viral video from, I don't know, 2013 or something. Uh, huge basketball shorts. Do you recall that? Uh, no. 
Okay, well, I'll have to show that to you. Uh, hopefully someone at home remembers this one, but it's like this weird video, but it turns into a song, and it's like, huge basketball shorts. It's real weird, but this lady, Gail Waddington, or Dale Waddington, sorry, her name is Dale, uh, is the mom in that viral video. Huh. And that, like, I recognized her immediately. I was like, that's the lady from Huge Basketball Shorts. What the hell? That's like, funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, it reminds me that I was, we watched uh, Fun with Dick and Jane yesterday, like, as I was doing other stuff, just in the background. And uh, yeah. when I was playing Disco Elysium, and I was like, oh shit, his boss is uh, the dad from Step Brothers. I was like, I never realize that it's always good to see i haven't it. i haven't seen fun with dick and jane and since it was new yeah it was, it was I, li- good. I like i like forget that it exists for sure yeah um, but uh i do remember it being pretty funny yeah it, i i think it's pretty good uh for what it is you know you know what it is and this and that so uh I, I don't know these what these people have done either, but I could tell you the names of these real people, except the daughter for some reason her name's not on here. Um, but yeah, it's it's really just a basic looking family, and he like <laughs> I don't know they don't look amused really. They're kind of like what the heck? Yeah, they're like the mom and dad look at each other. They're like what? And he shakes his head no, and then turns it off, and it does the like, the, the TV turning off. Style animation, and then that's the end of it. You know what I don't understand though? What? What's a gorilla doing underwater in the first place? (laughs) Oh. Well, it, it's funny you should, I mean, the, see, the, the, George, they're onto us! Let's get out of here. It's a unique way to end right. it. They're just like, fuck this shit. This sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, that guy, by the way, the guy who plays the dad, Scott Heathcote, he's done yeah. two things in his career. He was a deputy on one episode of X-Files, and he was the dad on that. That's the only two things he's done with his whole acting career. Damn, that's crazy. No, yeah, Dale Waddington has definitely continued. Like, she still makes things, like, now. So, yeah, she continued on. Um, but her her IMDb goes back as far as uh, 1992. She was in some, like, made-for-TV movies. Yeah. Apparently. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, mostly just, like, random small TV roles, it looks like, for her. But still pretty funny um she was in an episode of workaholics she was that's what it says woman in group okay (laughs) yeah um i'm gonna show you what this kid looks like now the little kid who was on the screen with like his frosted tips or whatever i'm gonna send it to you uh so you can see 
Because he looks way different. Oh, wow. Obviously. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah. yeah. He's probably got a grave plot right next to his dad. Yeah, right. Minimal um, typos. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, uh, that's uh, the episode. Uh, what do you think about I Had an Accident? Uh, I liked it. Um, I'd say as far as like stories go, it's not the most compelling story, but it is, I think there's, it's more of a humorous, uh, one, you know, it's just like a bunch of jokes essentially, which I liked. And obviously the art style I liked, I would give it, I don't know why to me, it doesn't really constitute a 10. I would say a nine. It's a good episode, yeah. Neither of these really were as good as I remembered them, to be <laughs> honest. But uh, they're they're certainly not bad. But I, like I said about the last one, I don't think they're they're topping anybody's uh, you know list of of most favorite episodes or anything, right? Um, but yes, next week we are going to be covering Crabby Land and the camping episode which i mean i think they pretty much both speak for themselves but it's the one where uh mr Krabs opens up crabby land to attract children to the restaurant and the other one is c-a-m-p-f-i-r-e-s-o-n-g song yeah indeed um what I did want to say, too, yeah, I'm excited about those. So, yes, uh, stay tuned, folks, for next week's episode and subscribe to the podcast. I did want to say about huge basketball shorts, though. Uh, it's funny. It um, When you Google search it, it pops up in r slash not Tim and Eric, which I did not know was a subreddit, which is hilarious huh. to me. Because it's just like it's stuff thing, that's like it. That's things that it. could be Tim and Eric, but aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like um, to see a not. I think you should leave. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Um, for sure. So I have been Alexander Beardsley. Um, I am online at the name Ashton Waganda. Uh, you can check out my. SoundCloud for my demos. If you haven't already, I mentioned them last week. Uh, there'll be more, uh, songs and things coming out soon. I'm hoping to release an album this year. In fact, uh, that's what I'm up to. Follow me on the social medias. If you, if you'd like, uh, hit me up if you'd like, that's fine. I'm Zach main, totally rad underscore Zach. Um, I, you can contact us on facebook uh you can contact me on facebook twitter instagram um check out what we have up on youtube uh i also have a twitch channel and recently jacob borth uh reached out and said that he would like to watch us stream uh games and i asked him you know like older or newer games and in the form of like a youtube let's play or like live twitch streams so we'll see what uh, if people want us to do stuff like that, and maybe we can do something like that. Indeed. And with that, uh, I guess that's it. Yes. It's been real, fam. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.
I will see you there, or I will see you on another time, City Slicker. <laughs> Later, that's, Jobin. Yeah, I was going to say, that's I love you, man, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Gucci basketball shorts. I'm sorry, Squidward. How about I try the signs again? Forget 